If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity. I hope you're having the best Monday. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you've got a cozy beverage wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And I hope you come with like a notepad to this episode, whether it's on your phone or maybe you just want to keep a mental checklist. That's okay too. I recently found, I don't know how she is old. Okay. You know what? I'm not old. I'm going to live to be the ripe old age of 220. And I joke about that shit all the time, but I'm also a firm believer that we can joke things into being. So, um, yeah, I'm going to die at the ripe old age of 220, but I just discovered today for all my Mac users out there, there is an application that's just sticky notes that you can stick on the front of your like Mac home screen. And, uh, bless. I feel like I waste so much paper using these little stickies with a real pen, like real pen and real paper. And girl, they have that digital. So, uh, if you didn't know, it's already, it like comes on the Mac. It's in the applications. There's a thing called stickies and it's just sticky notes. And I was very pleased. You can like resize them, make different fonts. It's a, it's a good time. So I would recommend having a list with you today because today's episode, we are going to talk about basically creating a fresh start in your life. And this episode is pretty intricate because we're going to cover so many different topics of a fresh start. And I'm also going to give you some tools and things to do if you're wanting to create basically newness in your life. I think that this topic is really appropriate because we are closing out 2022 and we are moving into 2023. So I just think that this is really, and well, oh my gosh, I'm getting so ahead of myself, but we also have the Capricorn new moon coming up this week, which I don't think I'm doing an astro forecast episode for this this week, but Uh, On the 23rd, there is a new moon happening in the sign of Capricorn. And I'm a firm believer that this is actually the best time to start your quote unquote New Year's resolutions if you're doing them. Now, please don't run away from this episode screaming. I am not the kind of person that is like, yeah, new year, new you, blah, blah, blah. We're going to talk about a lot more of like the mental health, the depth aspect of creating newness and I really believe that if you're somebody that struggles with that, or if you're not wanting to make huge changes in your life, or even if you are, I think that this episode really is the catch all for everyone. So 
just hear what I have to say here before you're like, no, Chloe, we're not doing this. Uh, because I know that a lot of new year's resolutions for some people can start to create self-sabotage and just hear what I have to say today. I think I'm going to give you a really like new perspective on some things that you've never thought about and maybe even help you overcome that fear of newness but also not reaching so far that we end up at the end of 2023 and you feel like you've accomplished nothing. So just stick with me for this episode, but we do have a Capricorn new moon coming up. And I just want to say right about that in the beginning, just a little shameless self plug. Uh, if you're not part of my Patreon, please consider joining because on the 23rd, we actually have a live event that is only for patrons at the cosmic pumpkin tier. That's where the live events are is at the cosmic pumpkin tier. Um, I'm actually doing a vision board party live with all of you. So uh, I'm going to be doing mine digitally. I'm going to talk to you about all of my goals and my vision for 2023. You're going to be allowed to share your vision board. You can create yours along with us, whether it's digital or physical. And it's just like, if you need a group of people in your life that really want to create like their hot girl, hot guy, hot person timeline for 2023. If they want to like jump into it, I think that this is the group that we're doing it. So if you've been looking for a bestie to sit and put your vision board together, let us be your besties. Uh, it's 11, 11 to join at that tier. And even if you sign up, my whole thing is even if you're not somebody that cares about all the other content on Patreon, which I fully respect, uh, just consider it like your ticket price. You don't have to stay a patron for months and months and months. If you don't want to, you can just join basically at that ticket price, but you do get a bunch of extra stuff for joining at 11, 11. So, uh, like $11 and 11 cents. So if you want to join that vision board party, make sure that you do, uh, you can join up until the last minute, literally, but, uh, it is happening on the 23rd. I want to say at three or 4 PM Pacific time, one of those time slots, I can't remember which it was, but, uh, that is going to be happening. And I'm really excited about it. We haven't come together as a community in a couple of months because I've been really busy and this one I'm genuinely looking forward to. And I think people that listen to this episode that are part of that Patreon, you're going to kind of have like a head start on getting that vision board and that vision for yourself for 2023 together. So now I want to talk a little bit about how so many people start the new year with this mentality of new year, new me. And don't get me wrong. I think if you're really unhappy with the life that you have been living, I totally understand why you have this concept in your mind of wanting to totally recreate yourself. And believe me, bitch, I am the person I've literally said to you in one of the most recent episodes uh, not the most recent, but one of the more recent ones that we've done, like in the autumn, I said, I said something about like, do it says shock everyone become that person and shock everyone. And I still think if that's what you're after, do it. I'm never going to discourage you, but I do feel like we need to take a moment and honor the self that you already are, honor the person that you already are. Because even if you have coping mechanisms that you feel like are self-sabotaging you, you need to realize that self-sabotage is a mechanism 
that helps you to get your needs met. Literally self-sabotage is not something that's just like, Oh, why do I do that? I just want to be mad at myself. Self-sabotage actually serves a purpose in your life. And the purpose is, is that it helps you to get your needs met. Even if it's unconsciously happening, you are getting your needs met. And even if it's doing a habit that doesn't serve you anymore, and maybe it's even like trying to fix a problem that you don't even have anymore, those things can continue to run rampant in your life if you let them. And the thing that I want to say though, is that let's say that you have self-sabotaging behavior and every year you've let yourself down for multiple decades. I need you to know that you haven't let yourself down, that you are a beautiful, amazing, wonderful person, and you have just been protecting yourself and that's okay. And doing it in the only way that you know how, and I would encourage you this year, if you want to believe in anything, Number one, always believe in yourself. But number two, please know that relapse is part of recovery. Even when we talk about like addictive uh, behavior, which I'm not saying that any of you struggle with addiction, but even if you do, please know that relapse is part of recovery. And just because you want to get rid of a habit in your life, it doesn't mean that you're never going to do it again. It means that in order for us to actually grow, sometimes we have to take three steps forward, two steps back multiple times over, and you haven't let yourself down. What you've been doing for all of these years is continuing to get your needs met. And it's more important that you take the time to identify what those needs actually are and make space to meet those needs with new habits that serve you better. Now, trigger warning, I am going to talk a little bit about eating disorder patterns, just because this is like probably the biggest example of this stuff that I have in my life. If you've been around the podcast a long time, uh, you know that I've dealt with binge eating disorder and I've also dealt with anorexia in my lifetime. I've been on both sides of the spectrum and now I'm at a place where I don't feel like I'm super happy with my body and I'm learning how to love myself at every size. That's like my current thing. Instead of trying to force my body to become something else, I'm trying to just learn how to love right where I am and be mindful and change my relationship with food, which I have seen a lot of success with. I don't have a lot of the same uh, disordered behaviors that I used to have as I've worked really slowly with myself. But the, the example I want to give is something that I've dealt with in the past that every new year's would come around and I would tell myself like, Oh, this is the year I'm going to become a skinny legend. Like this is the year that like, I'm going to be thin because thin privilege is real. And I want to be privileged like that. And I want to be beautiful. Right. These are these lies that I would just tell myself. And then I would make these crazy plans of like, I'm going to eat 12,000 calories a day and work out two hours every day and do this and this and this and this. And what happens is, is because I'm not naturally already somebody that does those things. First of all, 1200 calories is not a sustainable diet for anyone. That's literally what they serve vegetables in the hospital, like people that can't move. That's what they serve them because they're not burning any extra calories. 1200 calories is too low for everyone. Um, Unless you're like literally a child, 1200 calories is frankly just too low. Uh, And I will like make that bold of a claim because it actually is starvation. 
And I would also know that from being disordered, having disordered eating myself and putting myself on calorie restrictive diets like that in the past, what would happen is I would become so hungry that eventually I would binge eat in the evening and those, like I would be eating cookies every night. And then I would tell myself, Oh, I'm self-sabotaging. I eat cookies every single night, blah, 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 blah. And the thing is, is this was me not self-sabotaging, but getting my needs met. My body was hungry. And when you're hungry, you almost can't think the same way that you think when you are satiated, right? We are, we get into the survival brain, which is very real. We get into the survival brain and the survival brain says, I need sugar and fat and carbs. And what's the fastest thing that I can get into my mouth that's on hand? It's going to be those cookies. So literally it is a mechanism that my body is using to try and not starve. And then what happened is like, as I have created better habits with my body, as I've listened to my body more and I have started to give myself more nutrient rich foods, I'm eating more now. And this is something I'm currently working on, but I don't label it as self-sabotaging behavior because it's not now that that habit had been so ingrained for so many years. Every time I sit down in the evening, I immediately have this like snap reaction to want to grab chips or a cookie or just extra things when I'm not actually physically hungry. And it's not just like, oh, I'm going to eat, you know, a handful of these or a couple of handfuls. It's, I want the whole bag. I want the whole container. And I've been slowly learning with myself that number one, I have this coping mechanism that kept me safe when I was starving myself. And now I am learning that that coping mechanism no longer serves the person that I am. And I am slowly dialing it back and reminding myself to be more present, more mindful, to go slower. And yeah, it's a process and it can be frustrating. But the reason I'm telling you all of this is that when we get to the top of this new year, I'm talking about food a lot in particular because A, it's the experience that I have had and B, I swear to you, January is like the diet industry's like biggest month. They really sell you on this new year, new me bullshit. And frankly, you don't need to become a new you to be happy. You need to look at who you are and learn to love that person into being the person that you want to be. Because I promise you, love is going to get you so much farther because what's going to happen is let's say you even strong arm your way, right? You do the really horrific diet. You do the crazy workout plan. You're going to get there and you're going to realize how empty you feel because you did not love yourself through the process. I promise. I promise. And I know not necessarily that from specific experience, but there have been multiple experiences in my life, especially over my Saturn return that I have received the thing that I have been chasing. And I'm immediately depressed, <laughs> like clinically, because I've put all of my happiness and what I thought would make me good or better or loved by others more as something that I didn't need to force myself to have, do, or achieve. And then when I got there and I didn't receive all of that stuff that I thought I was going to receive, it was heartbreaking. And I've learned now that 
Number one, a lot of the behaviors that we currently have are trained in behaviors or they are survival mechanisms that worked for us at one time that don't work for us anymore. Like there's a multitude of reasons why you would self-sabotage and it's not really self-sabotage. It's you really just trying to get your needs met. So even when we think we desire something outside of ourselves, because we think it's going to get us more love, more praise, more something, it doesn't. And it's so much better to love yourself through everything that you're doing. So anyways, that was like a whole tangent, but I just want everyone to go into this like fresh start podcast, knowing that you are fantastic exactly as you are. Even if you have habits that you don't love about yourself right now, even if you have some extra on your waistline that really makes you feel like self-hatred, I promise you you're great exactly as who you are right now. And it is only other people, culture, the diet industry that have made you believe that you are anything less than perfect. And again, I'm not saying that we can't have destructive habits that need to be changed because they're hurting us or people that we love. But it's almost like that saying of like, sugar is going to get you a lot farther than vinegar or something like that. Like sugar will like being sweeter to yourself is going to be so much better long-term than being sour. So I hope that spiel right off the top helps you to get clear on the things that you actually do desire to change, but we're going to take this even deeper. So Um, I want to read to you now from The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weist. I'm going to link this book down below because I genuinely think everybody should read it. (laughs) And this is about this little passage. It's about a two page. I think it's less than two pages. Um, This is about uprooting and basically why people continuously start over and why we don't need to do it and how to fix it. So, and please know, we're still going to get into the brand new start stuff. Like I'm still going to talk about creating that change in your life and making new things for yourself. But I really wanted to hit y'all with the deep psychological feelings behind this shit before I move forward. So this is a section called uprooting. It's page 34 to 36. And it's by, again, The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weist. And again, I'll link the book down below for you. I think everybody should read it. It's so valuable. And it says, uprooting. Uprooting happens when someone finds themselves jumping from relationship to relationship or changing their business website again and again when they really need to focus on confronting relationship issues when they arise or taking care of clients they already have. In uprooting, you're not allowing yourself to blossom. You're only comfortable with the process of sprouting. It might be constantly needing a fresh start, which is often the result of not having healthy ways to deal with the stress or struggling with conflict resolution. Uprooting may be a way of diverting attention from the actual problems in your life, as your attention must go towards reestablishing oneself at a new job or in a new town. Ultimately, uprooting means you're always just beginning your new chapter, but never really finishing it. Despite your efforts to keep moving on, you end up, you end up more stuck than ever before. How to resolve this? First, recognize the pattern. Ooh, I just got the chills. Some of y'all are being impacted, I could tell. <laughs> one of the primary symptoms of uprooting is not realizing that what one is doing. 
Therefore, the most important step is to become aware of what's happening. Trace back your steps over the past few years. How many places have you moved or worked? Then figure out what is driving you away from each new thing you find. Next, you need to get clear on what you really want. Sometimes uprooting occurs because we step too quickly towards what we think we want, only to find that we didn't think it through and we don't really want the very thing that much. Clarity is key because you're thinking long-term now. What would it look like to choose one place to live? Then build connections there. What would it look like to work at the same place and move up in your position or build your business? Remember that healing from an uprooting pattern is not always settling for something you don't want, nor is it always staying in an unsafe or unhealthy situation because you don't want to move again. It's about getting clear and determined on what the right path for you and then making a plan for how you can thrive, not just survive. When the moment comes that you would typically flee, confront the discomfort and stay and stay where you are. Figure out why you are uncomfortable getting attached to one thing or another and determine what a healthy attachment would look like for you. So this whole book is just full of wisdom like that, but that's the point I wanted to make right at the top of this podcast. Well, 20 minutes in, why are you obsessed? Like clicking on this episode? Why? I know you, maybe you weren't ready for this kind of real smackdown. (laughs) Why are you so obsessed with creating newness in your life? Is it because culture and society have told you that, Oh, it's a new year. That means something when in reality, You can turn over a new leaf any day of the week, any time of year that you want to. The fact that it's going to be January 1st doesn't mean a fucking thing. And on top of that, is there something in your life that actually needs to be brand new? Because it's just time. Because sometimes we do need to move forward from things and create something new. And I, that's why I said, we're going to talk about both today, but How many times have you tried to do something in your life and it's the top of your resolution list every single year? I'm not saying this to you because I want you to feel ashamed or let down by the things that haven't happened for you yet or the things you haven't created yet. I'm merely suggesting that maybe it's time to actually really evaluate the thing that you want or the person you want to become and ask if it's really who you want to be. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Because I gotta tell you, if there is something that you really, really, really want or a person you really, really, really want to become, or you will go to the ends of the earth to get it and nothing will stop you. Their motivation like that exists. And it's not even motivation. Motivation is bullshit. There are going to be moments where you're really motivated for things, but you cannot consistently rely on motivation to show up. Because there are going to be times where there is no motivation, but you don't care because you're still working on becoming this version of yourself that you really want to be. You have such a grand vision of yourself for the future that you'll stop at nothing to be that. 
But if there's something that you keep revisiting year after year after year, you need to sit down and let yourself really sink into those feelings. Did somebody else tell you that you need to be a certain pant size? Did somebody else tell you that you need to make a certain amount of money? Did somebody else implant an idea in your head that doesn't actually align with who you are? And so many of us walk around not even knowing the person that we are. Now, I want to share a little bit with you. And we touched on this a little bit in the last podcast episode, but many of y'all know I've talked about not being a family oriented person. If that is not trauma crying out, I don't know what is. And it took me many, many, many years to see that. I focused all of my adult life on becoming hyper independent and hyper independence is a trauma response to being let down by the people that were supposed to care for you the most. And like, even saying that out loud gets me like misty eyed because the thing is I have so much love for the people that cared for me growing up that I didn't used to have. It took me a long time to come back around to that, that they were people that were also hurting that didn't know how to care for me the way that I needed to be cared for. And I also am a firm believer that literally no one gets out of childhood unscathed. No one like people that tell me that their childhood was great (laughs) boomers, their childhood was great. And there was no problems. You're full of shit. And that's a red flag. And I say that because when we think about trauma, it's not just big traumatizing, big T trauma events. It's little T trauma too. It's being a child with a child mind and not being able to conceptualize what is happening because you literally don't have the mind for it and you haven't learned yet. This creates little T trauma. So I'm a firm believer that no child gets out of childhood unscathed. Everybody deals with some form of trauma, whether it is conscious or unconscious. Now, obviously some people go through horrific events that are significantly like their trauma is bigger, but we don't need to trauma compare for our traumas to be valid. Trauma is still trauma, no matter if it's big T or little T. And the reason I'm bringing this up with you is this is the first year of my life that I'm sitting down to make new year's resolutions. And I don't have 30 things about myself that I want to change. I'm so in love with the person that I am, with the connections that I have, with the life that I've built for myself. And it's not perfect. Like there are definitely still so many things I have to learn, so many hobbies I want to explore, so much that I want to expand on. But I really love the person that I am. And that has come from sitting down, doing the work, digging in, and understanding the person that I am at a core value level. And I'm sorry that I'm getting all super emotion. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sorry. Emotions are so normal and we cry on the podcast. I swear almost every episode. I'm just a crier. We should have called the podcast crying on the internet. <laughs> but this is the first year that I'm asking myself, what do I want to sustain? Not what do I want to create brand new? 
And there might be some habits that of course I would like to change, or it might be some like monetary things I would like to receive or vacations I want to take, but they're not really resolutions. They're not really, my vision for 2023 isn't like have this many subscribers or this many podcast listens or make this much money. It's not about that for me anymore. And it's, I hate to say it because I think that I'm definitely in a position that is privileged and I'm just going to be honest and authentic about it. Yes, I did the work to create this position for myself and I'm not trying to downplay that, but at the same time, I've achieved a lot in my first 31 years. I wouldn't even, I would say in the last 10, I've achieved a lot, a lot of really amazing things have happened for me. And some of those things, yeah, I made them happen. I went after those things. I created those things, but like my pie in the sky was moving to a waterfront property. That was the number one thing on my vision for literally most, I can't even remember a time where that wasn't something that I wanted. And now that I'm here and it's like safe for me to unfurl completely, it felt really scary at first. I'm not going to lie to you about it. <laughs> I was like, wait, what do you mean? There's nothing else for me to go after. And there is, there are things that I want to do. There is more to expand. I'm certainly not done, but I've never felt so safe. So many of my resolutions and things I wanted to change were from this place of not loving myself and were from this place of trying to get my needs met by people seeing me in a certain way, being hyper independent and creating this life for myself on my own and not needing anyone. And like my career has been the center of my life for a decade plus, like 13 years, technically 13. My career has been the center of my life. And this is the first year that I'm coming to the close of a year. And yes, like I said, I still have a vision. I still have a plan, but there's no, there's no goal. <laughs> there's no, like, I need fame. I need fortune. I need to be seen like this. It's what, do, how can I play? How can I create more? How can I surrender more? How can I rest more? And it's creating things around that. So again, no real like resolutions of I'm not going to do this and I'm going to do this. It's more of a, how can I expand more? How can I enjoy the human experience more? Because I feel like over the last 10 years, all I've done is lead myself through this road of self-hatred of literally hating myself to like where I'm trying to go. And clearly that gets results. But when you finally get there, as I keep stating to you, if you're doing it through self-hatred, it just hurts. It just hurts. And I don't want people, you included, if you're doing this to yourself, to go through what I went through. I don't want other people to, and if I have to be like the one random voice in the sea that tells you like, don't do the fucking 90 hard or whatever it's called, where it's like, get up early, do this many crunches, do this, do this, do this, like you're in the military, like you can actually love yourself forward. You don't have to punish yourself forward. 
And if that's like the one thing I can drill in your head about this fresh start, ooh, please take it seriously. Because like I said, hating yourself will get you results, but it hurts. It hurts at the end. It doesn't feel good at the end. And then you have to deal with all of that hurt that's bubbling over. And yeah, (laughs) I don't know if I knew I was going to get into all that. I do have notes for this episode, but my goodness. So just if we can get into like the notesy part of this, like the what you can do getting into this year, how you can carve out this vision for yourself. Number one, you need to take stock. You have to look at 2022 and ask yourself what it was about. And it was really important to me that I talk to you about that self-hatred because if you look at your goals that you set for yourself at the top of 2022, maybe the end of 2021, and you're disappointed, this is where it's really important to ask yourself, was this somebody you actually wanted to be? Was this a habit you really wanted to squash? And it's not about, did I want it bad enough? It's that, cause I think that that's also a line of shit. Like you can want something really bad and still fall into those self-sabotaging behaviors or rather, uh, getting your needs met behaviors. But did you try to make it too hard on yourself? Were you trying to hate yourself there? And I would ask yourself, is there anything this year going into 2023 that you want to sustain? Is there something that you built that you're proud of, that you're happy with? Did you work on an area of your mental health? Did you thrive in a different area than you expected? And is there something you want to keep and sustain? And That to me is like number one. If there's something that you actually want to sustain, put that on your resolutions. There's nothing wrong with not moving the goalpost. Sustaining something is a resolution. And then asking yourself, I would say, and I used to be that bitch, okay? (laughs) I used to be that bitch that every New Year's girl, I was writing a 30 thing list of all the things I was going to change and all the things I was going to receive. And it just, I was going to change myself overnight come January 1st. Okay. And that mentality, if, if you're already in that place where you just hate the life that you're living so much, you're not paying homage to the person that carried you to where you are today. And that person even if they have behaviors that suck, they are still loving you forward even if you can't see it. And how sad to... uh, We just talked about this, actually. Um, I don't have the book right next to me, but Brianna Weiss' other book, Ceremony, there was a passage that was in one of my pick-a-cards that just went out this last week. I think it was in pile number one if you want to like go listen to just the book reading part of it where she talks about how think about how that version of yourself that went through everything she went through or he, or they went through to get you to where you are today, just for you to get to where you are and then scrutinize the shit out of that person. Ow, that hurts. So maybe don't try to change 30 things about yourself. Maybe ask yourself how you can love where you are right now more. 
Maybe ask yourself, what are the good things? Maybe your resolution is to speak kinder to yourself. Maybe your resolution is to make a beautiful life for yourself right where you are. And again, I don't want to, not again, because I don't think I've said this yet, but it's not about becoming complacent. It's not about like, oh, I'm never going to change anything about my life and I'm just going to sit here and bury my head in the sand. It's that the real inspired change comes when you are in a rested state, when you're not operating out of this hateful, maybe even survival state. The real change comes when you are, it like comes on like a slow burn, like not in like a bad way, like a slow, like it's almost like a light bulb that is like slowly turning on like a sunrise. Okay. Like slowly turning on. And then when it's beaming, you're like, oh yeah, I do want to change this thing. I do want to do this thing. And you will feel more ready for it because you can't imagine your life going any other way. There becomes no option B. There's only option A. And it's not about the, nothing changes between 1159 PM on December 31st and 12 AM January 1st, nothing changes, but a minute you are still that same person that left the previous year. And it is your daily habits. The things that you continuously commit to that actually change you. It is those little things that add up to the big picture things. And if you're not ready, I would actually argue when you're trying to create a fresh start and create newness in your life, you'll know if you're ready to change something, if you're willing to change right this minute. That's always how I know when I'm ready for something different is, am I ready to stop and do it right now? If we're going to stick with that, like food thing that I was talking about, it's not, Oh no, I'm going to start Monday. So I have to eat everything up in my house. So it's not here. You know, I got to eat all the cookies and the chips and have a quote unquote last supper, which if you don't know about that and you have fallen on and off a diet wheel multiple times in your life, I need you to look up what the diet culture's last supper is because that shit will ruin your mental health. And if you're not willing to say, you know what? I just binged, but I'm ready for change right this minute. You're not ready. It's not a, oh, I'll start Monday. Oh, I'll start January 1st. You can make a change that you want to make at any point in your life, any day of the week, any day of the month. It doesn't matter. That time is something that society has decided made it special and it's not special. And that is how you'll know that you're ready to create a fresh start. Ask yourself if you need to wait until the first, or if you're willing to make changes today. Um, okay. (laughs) Now I feel like we can actually move into the, like actually making change. So take stock. That's what we were talking about. I really just wanted to drill that in even more. Uh, the next thing I would really encourage you to do once you've taken stock And you're able to honestly sit with yourself, be with yourself. What needs to be different? What do you actually desire for yourself? Who do you want to become? Not changing everything about the person you are, because this isn't an activity that's meant to pick you apart. It's meant to amplify and elevate the person that you already are. I want you to pick a meditation. Now, the ones that I like, 
There's two places I'm going to recommend to you. One is free, one is paid. The paid one I actually enjoy significantly more, but I also recognize that not everybody can afford that right now. There is a free trial, I want to say for the first week, and then you can cancel it. But uh, the first one is free. And that is the gem goddess on YouTube. She has a couple of meditations. You can just search the gem goddess meditation on YouTube. She has two that I really like. One of them is like manifesting all of your desires. And then she has another one that's like the morning meditation. Both of them are amazing, incredible actually, and highly encourage. And then the other thing I'm going to suggest to you, you've heard me talk about so many times, we do not have an affiliate link with them, but I think there is actually one in the works. Um, but that is with superhuman, superhuman, the app I've talked about this probably in almost every single podcast episode since I started using it. And it isn't, I don't know. And I think the creator has even said that it, she doesn't even want to call it a meditation app because it's not meditation. And she hasn't figured out what she wants to call it yet, but it's like the best way to describe it is like active meditations, but she has a couple that are like writing meditations for a new start or, um, meditations for like living as your future self. I would encourage those to, to get into what your unique future self frequency looks like. And her meditations are just so good, like hot fire flames. I listen to them almost every day. Um, and I always like am amazed. There's so many good ones. So I will link the app down below. I don't have, excuse me, I don't have an affiliate link yet for them, but I do believe, um, my management has said that there is one in the works. So really excited about that to be able to give you like an actual affiliate link for superhuman, um, now, the next thing I'm going to encourage you to do, once you have a vision, once you know what you want to accomplish in 2023, once you've gotten clear, because so many people, when you ask them what they want, most people don't know. And I feel like that is such a sad, I don't want to say it's such a shame because fuck shame. We don't need shame. Shame doesn't do anything good for any of us, but it's so sad to me when people don't know what they actually want because they've never given themselves the space to think about it. And I would just encourage that you get very crystal clear on what your vision looks like. And something that I also love, and I understand not everybody has time for this, but if you're somebody that does something that I'm doing right now, actually, as this episode is out is for the most part, there are a few exceptions because I like have a couple of things that I do have time in my schedule for, but for the most part, for the next week, I actually have turned my cell phone off, like just turned the power off, not like cut it off the service wise. And I am actually not talking to anyone. And I'm really focusing my intention and my energy. I'm working about like four hours a day. And then outside of those four hours, I am really, really working on getting crystal clear on what my vision is for 2023, what I want to do, what steps I'm going to take, how I'm going to get there. And I think the difference between 2021 Chloe and 2022 Chloe is for the first time in my like not in my life, probably since I was about like 16 though. So almost half of my life for the first time in like 16 years, 
I believe in myself. I believe in myself to create the vision that I see. And I know that it will happen without a fucking shadow of a doubt. And that is powerful. It is powerful to be in that place because how many of y'all, and I know what it feels like. I'm not saying this because I want you to feel bad, but like, How many of y'all only kind of believe that you'll be able to create what you want? You still have a lot of fear around bringing things into your life. The fear is normal. I just want to offer that. The fear is super normal. But I do think as you create your vision into being, it makes it easier and easier and easier for you to believe in yourself. And I'm sorry. After manifesting a waterfront home, I just believe in myself to a ridiculous degree. Um... I just, the way it all happened, we don't need to go into detail. I made a whole episode on that. If you want to listen to it, it's already up on the podcast, but, um, getting very crystal clear and maybe even taking like a digital detox is what I was getting at though. And not like a digital detox, because I think that like Pinterest can be so valuable, right. For creating a vision for your life or for the next year. But I think that, when it comes to like letting other people in on what you're doing, posting about it on socials, um, maybe even sharing ideas with people that you're close to just right now, when you're trying to get clear on your vision, just put everybody else down, put everything else down, put the world down and just focus on your vision. Now, like I said, I understand not everybody can just turn their phone off for a week because some of y'all got kids. Some of y'all got like jobs that are calling you. Like I totally understand not everybody has that luxury, but if you do have that luxury, try it, just try it and see what happens. I did tell a few people in my life that I was doing this and that they could contact Andrew if they really, my husband, if they needed something, if it was an emergency, but for the most part, like I'm literally not talking to anyone over the next week. And I'm just working on getting crystal clear, getting a vision board together, doing the vision board event with my community this week with y'all, if any of you are coming, um, and just really deciding what I want 2023 to look like, because I know it it's going to happen. And I'm really excited. I'm excited. I'm y'all. I haven't been this excited for a new year's in probably like three years. <laughs> I'm actually really fucking excited for this new year's, even though I know I can create this any day of the week. I don't know. This one feels significant. And I think it's also because if y'all have listened to all of my mental health, like if I could just interject for a minute, if y'all have listened to any of my mental health episodes that I put out over the last two years during my Saturn return, where it has been absolute hell, uh, I feel like I lost like almost a year of my life to mental health problems. Like there was a hefty chunk of 2021 and a hefty chunk of 2022 where I was just like, not okay. I'm going to say it was almost an entire year. And by the time I finally like got better, 2022 was more than half over. And I was like, what do you mean it's 2022? I still feel like it's 2019. And I've only recently gotten comfortable with the fact that it's 2022 and a new year is coming. So it took almost a year to get there, but, uh, I'm actually like really excited for this new year. I'm excited to let this one go and move forward into the next for the first time in a long time. Um, but yeah, take that digital detox if you're able to, and if you can't do like a full week, try just a day, do like a Saturday or a day that you don't work or a day that like, and just leave your phone wherever you leave it to charge at night. Just don't pick it up in the morning. Just leave it wherever it is. And then, um, I already talked to you about starting today and that's how you'll know that you're ready. And 
The other thing, this can kind of go in any order that you want, but please get crystal clear on your why. And this is something I always talk about. Get so clear on your why, because I promise you the change that you actually want to create in your life, if you're doing it because you want to impress someone else, it's never going to be as satisfying as impressing yourself ever. Do something because it pleases you. If you want to become a skinny legend, that's fine. But don't become a skinny legend because you're expecting other people to give you something, to treat you different or to praise you more. Because I promise you, when you actually get to the place that you're trying to go, the thing that I have found, just take it from somebody who's done this shit, I've actually found currently in my life. I don't believe that this will be that way forever. I think that I will manifest it differently. Mark my words, but I've actually found that getting everything you want, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, it's actually extremely lonely. And more often than not, when you like get all the success, all the money, all the things that you want, more people actually tend to scrutinize you than praise you. And you have to be the one that praises yourself. You have to be the one that pleases yourself. And it's, isn't that funny and paradoxical how that works? You know, people shit on you for not having your shit together, for not having money, for not having the nicest car or the perfect body or the perfect marriage or the perfect kids or the perfect house. And then when you finally get it, they tear you apart for all of the good things that you have. And it's, it's like people want to see you do good, but they don't want to see you do better than them. And don't get me wrong. I have so many people in my life that celebrate me. Some of them even listen to this podcast and I'm so grateful, but with that, there are also plenty of people ready to dig me into the ground. So just please yourself, get clear on your why don't make your whys about someone else. Even I would argue I think those whys can be powerful. Like when people say, I need to do it for my kid, that can be really powerful and get you going. But it can also lead to feelings of resentment later. So be careful with that. Like it doesn't always, it doesn't always. Some people want to create a healthier lifestyle because they want to be there in their kids' lives for the long term. And that is a great thing to want and to desire, but want it for yourself. Want it because you want to be here long-term for you, because that kid is still going to grow up, possibly take a partner, and you might see them a handful of times a year for the holidays. And every other day of the year, you got to be there for you. So just keep that in mind. Like, please do it for you. Get clear on your whys and do it for you. Even if you don't see those things happen for many, many, many years, like this is how those generational things happen is people create expectation and goals around the wrong reasons. And then we end up super disappointed and some people will blame everybody else for that instead of looking at what they did. And that's again, a whole other conversation for a whole other time, but get clear on the why and do it for you. Like, Even when it comes to what I'm trying to create, remember I was telling you earlier that I've dealt with a lot of hyper-independence in my adult life, and I realize now that that was a trauma response to feeling let down by people that were supposed to love and care for me the most. 
And I've had to learn now that their love, affection, and praise was never going to come with my success. And that's been a very, 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 very hard pill to swallow. But the cool thing is about that, and maybe that's how you need to experience it too. If I could say something positive about that experience is that, yes, it hurt. Initially, it really fucking hurt. Huge blow to the ego. But now I'm free. Now I'm free and I'm not trying to please everybody else. I want things because I want them. I want to be your fucking skims wearing crunchy auntie with a million degrees dying at the ripe old age of 220 because it pleases me because that makes me happy. I want to spend my 10 year wedding anniversary on the top of the Eiffel tower. And I want to upgrade my fucking, or I want my spouse rather. I could do it too. I don't really care. I think money is such a weird topic between couples, not in my house, but just in general, I could replace the ring and I wouldn't care. I want to buy my fucking two carat emerald cut solitaire diamond because I've been married for 10 years and because I want to, I don't care what somebody else thinks of the trip I took to Europe or I get to take to Europe. I don't want, I don't care what somebody else thinks of my diamond ring. I don't care what somebody thinks of my house. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And it's a beautiful thing to not care. Trust me on that. It's a beautiful thing to not care because suddenly I'm free. Suddenly I'm able to please myself and what a powerful place to be. It feels better. Trust me on that one. If you're somebody that this whole story has been resonating with you as I've been talking about it, take my word for it. It feels better to please yourself. Pleasing others, I would also argue, and actually I think we know, I don't need to argue, is also a trauma response. And becoming who you want to be for yourself is always going to make you feel the best. So as we march into this new year, (laughs) ask yourself who you want to be for yourself. And it might be hard to get in there. It might be hard to see it under all the layers of shit that you've been handed throughout your life but do it for you. Do it for you. And if you're not ready to do it for you, maybe the goal for 2023 is to get there, is to get to a place of wanting to please yourself and then making that your mission and seeking out mentors that have done that work so that you can figure out how to do it for yourself. In any case, I hope this episode was eye-opening I feel like it was a little raw and real and a little vulnerable, but we're going to go with it. (laughs) I love you so much, pumpkin. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please do not forget when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And I'll talk to you in the next one. All right. Bye. Happy Monday.